Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. No Patrick Maher, I'm Jonathan Von Tobel. Final hour. It's been quick, it's been fun. I've gotten used to the fact that the show's three hours. And once I learned, you know, it can't win by quick. Amal Shah is alongside. Let's welcome in our next guest. Brian Howell is nice enough to give us some time today. Uh, covers the Colorado Buffaloes. And Brian, welcome in. Uh, let's just start with the non football stuff, which is just. How was that over the weekend? Were you there? How much did you take in? What was the environment like? Yeah, I was there, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, first off, TCU is a great – they got a great stadium and, you know, good football environment there. But, I mean, just the game itself was wildly entertaining. I mean, if people just tuned in and didn't care about either team, uh, they saw a really entertaining football game, especially in the second half. Brian, when you look at the energy level surrounding this program, what was it like in Boulder Saturday night? Because, I mean, the reaction I felt like on the field was like a national championship victory, but the program has been dormant for a number of years. It just seemed like there was an infusion of energy into the overall program, the city, and even potentially the state until the Broncos get going. Yeah, I mean, it's been that way since December, honestly. And, you know, this, this fan base has been starved for a winner, and – they have felt all along throughout the offseason that Deion Sanders was going to deliver that. And so to actually go out there in week one and pull off a game like that, I mean, it just really added to that fuel for the, for the fan base. And you know, people are just excited. I mean, uh, they're being talked about nationally on you know, all the major shows today, and you know, fans are loving it. They're like, <laughs> the thing I keep hearing is, what world am I living in that Colorado is being talked about like this? And so um, it's kind of insane. So, Brian, as we, we look ahead and we can also tie in what we just watched, let's talk about this offense, and, of course, that was the headliner. And we watched Shadur Sanders do what he did. When you watched this team in camp and we saw what Sean Lewis, you saw what Sean Lewis' offense was going to look like, is this exactly what you expected in terms of the tempo, the shots downfield, and is this what we should expect moving forward, or was this just taking advantage of a really poor TCU secondary? Yeah, it's basically what I thought. I mean, I didn't think they were going to put up 45 uh, in week one, but um, we knew they were going to be fast and they were going to throw the ball a lot. I mean, their their bread and butter is Shadur Sanders and those receivers, and um, so we knew that that was what they were going to try to do, but um, I'm surprised they were able to score that much. And, you know, I, I think in part they took, took advantage of a TCU defense that wasn't good last year and probably lost its three best players on that defense, especially the Thorpe Award winner. Um, I think there's also some of the element of surprise, you know, uh, we got to keep in mind that you know TCU had no film on what this Colorado team was going to look like. I mean, they could look at Sean Lewis's stuff at Kent State, but nobody had any film on Colorado. Uh, but now they do, and so we'll see, you know, how teams adjust and then how Colorado adjusts now that they've got some film out there. So, but I think it was a perfect storm for them offensively to do what they did. Yeah, I thought you brought a great point up right there. You said really nobody knew what to expect or what the film was on Colorado. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, when you look at this team big picture-wise, now all of a sudden the expectations change. Do you feel like they can handle it? I know there's a lot of publicity that's been surrounding this team in the offseason and coming into the season, but how does it change overall now that it looks like they might be a team that's competitive in many, many games, whereas a 20-point dog, and now all of a sudden we were saying the line would probably be seven if these two teams met today. 
Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to affect the team at all. I think that it's changing the perception outside. But, uh, I mean, this team, obviously, to handle what they handled as far as the pressure throughout this entire offseason and to go out there on Saturday and do what they did, I think is really impressive. And, you know, it tells you that they're not phased by the attention and, and, you know, all the hype and all the negativity towards them. So um, I think they'll be just fine with how they handle it. All right, let's go. Let's look ahead now because uh, in the betting world, it's been quite the story as they take on Nebraska. Uh, the line in the offseason was Nebraska by eight and a half. Now we're looking at Colorado as a three point favorite. You know, we talk about the shift in expectations. Is there a worry that maybe there's like, hey, man, this is a lot emotionally and the come down now to go back home and play Colorado, to play Nebraska in an old school rivalry? What is the expectation emotionally here? There's so much put in that game against TCU. Yeah, I, I think in some cases, yes. But even going back to my last answer, and I think I just don't think this team will be phased by it. And I, and I think they'll be so energized by being at home. And some of these players, now obviously we know that the roster turned over quite a bit after the spring game, but some of these players were there for the spring game, and that was a raucous atmosphere. And so they kind of know what to expect with these fans. They know these fans are going to show up, and they're going to be looking forward to playing in front of the home crowd for the first time ever. And um, I think that's going to fuel these guys. That, I think more so you look at next week against Colorado State being that, that come down. And you know, I think that is almost the trap game more so than this week. So I would, the, one of the fascinating things that comes out of, of course, this game and this victory is Travis Hunter and what he was able to do. I, I was, we asked Barrett Salee this earlier. You follow the program. You're there every day, so you'll have a better read on this. Do we expect this to be the workload for Travis Hunter all season? That seems like a lot. It does seem like a lot, and I don't know if they're going to do it all season. That seems like uh, – I don't know if you can keep up that pace. I mean, obviously they needed him in a game that was uh, 45-42, but um, I would imagine they're going to look for ways to get him more breathers. Uh, you know, they're going to hope that they can build some leads, and especially uh, at home. You know, Maybe you can get a two-touchdown lead, and you, and you can sit him for a series or two, and you know, maybe against Colorado State. Um, you know, If you blow him out, then maybe you can sit him for a little bit there. So – I can't imagine he plays 140, 145 snaps every week, but they say he can, uh, so we'll see. I mean, I think it's going to get tested for sure. Rick George, the athletic director at Colorado, this is his fourth hire as a head coach now uh, as the AD in, in Boulder. Was this kind of like the final opportunity for him? I mean, I was actually surprised he survived the previous three so many times that an athletic director is directly tied to the college football coach. Yeah, actually it was just his third. He didn't oh, hire sorry, Mike third. McIntyre, okay. but... Yeah, uh, he, he came in right before McIntyre started, but he didn't hire him. But, yeah, it, it was kind of viewed that way. I think that um, there were a lot of fans, honestly, that wanted to move on from Rick George last season, the way things were going. And uh, there were a ton of fans, you know, a loyal Buff fans that said uh, they weren't sure if Rick George should be the guy to make this next hire. And uh, now they're praising him and saying he should be the, the AD of the year, obviously. But um, I, I think he was on kind of his last chance there. And if he didn't get it right, uh, that was probably going to be the end for him. But, um, he certainly got it right. Brian Howell with us covers the Colorado Buffaloes. All right, Brian, so I'll ask you this. What were your expectations for this team coming into the season, and how have they changed after watching that game against TCU? Yeah, I thought this team was going to be better than people thought, but not like a great team. And I, I projected them to be 6-6 six and six and get into a bowl game. And um, I'm, I'm not going to move too much off of that after one game. I was impressed by that game, but I try not to make snap judgments off of one game. I want to see a little bit more of it, especially now that teams do have film. But um, I think that you know the way they played last week, that does raise the bar a little bit. And now you have to look at, wow, well, what kind of bowl game can they get to? Can they actually compete for the Pac-12 title? So um, it kind of puts that on alert, at least, um, that you kind of have to be ready to adjust those expectations. Brian, you, you mentioned you expected them to go 6-6. Six and six. First of all, I know it's early, but great call by you so far because everybody else wasn't sure if they were going to even get to three wins. That was a season win total out here in Las Vegas. What were the two, let's say, let's go with two elements here you thought would make this team a potential 500 team and a bowl-eligible team? Well, first off, Shadur Sanders. I just think that he's a, I mean, we saw it on Saturday, but, yeah. you know, I think he's a really good quarterback, and I thought that coming into the season, I thought there's no way that if he's healthy for 12 games, he wins less than four games. And, you know, I just didn't think that was possible. And uh, the way he played, it doesn't look like he's the guy that's going to win four games. So I think that element right there, uh, that's been the biggest thing that's hurt Colorado, especially the last two years, is their quarterbacking has been horrible. Um, if they had any kind of quarterbacking at all the last two years, they're a better football program. And then the other thing is just, frankly, the impact that Coach Prime has on the confidence and the attitude in the locker room 
I think that in itself is worth one to two wins, just the way these guys are confident. And I think it might have uh, played a role on Saturday. Let's look at this. We focused a lot, and rightfully so, on this team offensively. Defensively, we watched TCU score 42 points, and there were a couple of red zone interceptions there as well that really made the difference. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say. Should we be concerned about this defense, this secondary? Well, what is the strength of that unit? Yeah, I think there's definitely concerns on defense. And, you know, five out of six drives, TCU scored, and the only one they didn't was when Travis Hunter made a pretty remarkable interception there. Um, so it kind of bailed them out. And TCU was at the four-yard line. So, uh, yeah, this defense has a lot of work to do. I do think the secondary is the strength of that unit. Uh, the biggest concern I had coming in was the defensive line and whether they could stop the run, and they really didn't on Saturday. I mean, TCU, I think they ran for 190 yards after halftime and finished with over two. I don't remember what their total was, but, um, you know, Nebraska's going to look to run the ball at them and, you know, run it up the middle and try to gash them with some of those big runs. And until CU proves they can stop the run, teams are going to do that. And I think that that's a big thing for Colorado going forward. They, they can't give up 42 points and 500 yards every week if they're going to get to a bowl game. Buffzone.com. You can find uh, Brian's work there. Brian Howell, Colorado beat writer. Brian, we appreciate some time today. Thank you very much, sir. You bet. Thanks. Thank you. It's got to be pretty cool too to like cover a pro like from you know we're sports betting cover a program like that and now you get something like this to cover Deion Sanders and you know the national talk of the town things like that. You're saying Mike McIntyre didn't move the needle? No. Mike McIntyre was not recognized in a grocery store in Boulder. Steven Montez, you didn't want to watch that over and over again? McIntyre, though, he was memorable because he had really big headphones, right? Every time on the sideline, they had massive headphones. They covered I, both ears. I will tell you, though, nobody, I don't know anybody in America that had a worse bet last year than I did in a game last year, which was start the season. I took Colorado's second half against TCU. They didn't score. And, but it wasn't that they didn't score. Like, didn't cross the 50 type yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you were watching the game and you go, well, I can move on with my life now. This is a dead nut loser. <laughs> I, you know what? I almost, I, I would almost prefer that. There's nothing worse than, like, having to sit through 80% of a game, That's never feeling all the way in it, but never out of it, and then in the end it falls apart. And you're like, well, I just wasted a ton of time. If I'm going to lose a bet... Let it happen early. I can shut it off and walk away. Although, a, a weird instance for me with Penn State, I laid the 20 and a half. They bring in the backup quarterback, and I'm like, well, this is over. I'm going to turn that one off. All of a sudden, I get the alert on my phone, ticket cashed. The backup quarterback decided he wanted to, wanted to score some points. You and me both. <laughs> I said, file that away for the next time I'm on the other end, and I want to break everything in my Fine. apartment. That's right. fair. Well, we were talking Colorado. We can update the Heisman odds because two Colorado players saw their odds skyrocket to win that thing. I'm not sure that's going to be the case, especially for one of them, but we'll discuss that when we return here on Sharp Money. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. 
Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings rolling out happy hour bet boosts each day this week. Today's happy hour boost, hot off the presses, is Patrick Mahomes, 275 or more passing yards, boosted from minus 220 to even money, plus 100. How about that? Head to DraftKings now. Take advantage of today's happy hour boost, available until 9 p.m. Eastern time. Happy hour is going to start for me the second this show's over. I'm too <laughs> tempted. It's right there. It's dangerous. It is. It's right. I see all the taps behind your head every time you're on camera. I got to get one. Well, on a Monday, what would you would you go beer or would you go liquor? Beer. I'm not crazy. Oh, but this is the guy you said he didn't want cream in his coffee, and you're going to go with the carbs of a beer? That's a good point. But that Labatt Blue staring me in the face. They have Labatt Blue on draft here? I've actually never had one. I've never. Do you know what I remember Labatt Blue from? The uh, the best damn sports show period was it was their sponsor for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've never had it either. All I right. do like Canadian beers though. Molson's great. Big right. fan of Molson. I'm about to lose it. In terms of my Labatt Blue virginity, I'm going to have one after this show. Do you drink beer? You don't drink beer. I don't, tr- I don't, don't drink Don't give me that look. You stuffed two large French fries in your face before the show No, no, no not two French fries. Two orders of French fries. Sorry. Yes, that's right. Well, first of all, there's Bacon Nation. I'm a vegetarian. There's nothing else to eat up here. I, I came just straight from the airport. I was starving. I hadn't eaten in 15 hours. What, do you, what am I going to eat at McDonald's besides French fries that are vegetarian? Filet of fish. I'm not a pescatarian. Oh, okay. Well, then you're, are you vegan? They got cookies. I didn't know they had cookies, but... Um, got ice cream, great ice cream. Wait, are you vegan, though? I used to be vegan. I gave it up. Okay, all right. Couldn't big do it. Big difference. It is a big difference. <laughs> you like tofu? Uh, kid me, it's like a staple. Right, okay, all right. I got some good tofu recipes that I could throw at you. So I mentioned Heisman. I will pay you if good. you cook them for me. Really? Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. I'll do it for you. Yep. Uh, you got to pay for that dinner. That's right. I got to work for it somehow. Why do you think I'm taking so many shifts locally? I just gotta I'm not, I I'm not even joking. I can't cook. I, I, that's I, not an excuse. Oh, oh, oh. You're almost 50 years old. Yes. Like, I, that's not an excuse because YouTube exists, and they will literally tell you step I, by I step what to do. You. I don't disagree with you, but here's my argument. People ask me all the time, why don't you learn to cook? I said, listen, I eat in about four to five minutes. I'm like, I don't want to spend 20 to 25 minutes to do something I'm going to do for four to five minutes. I mean, I, I'm saying that to you, but I literally tell people I can't go to the gym and I can't diet because my schedule. So <laughs> I'm shaming him for something that I don't I do I mean, as but well. cooking is like an adult thing. Yeah. Like working out, okay. eh, whatever. But <laughs> like, I mean, but a human thing is like uh, not dying. And based on some of the camera angles we've gotten at our new setup here at the D, I look but, like I'm pretty close all, to it. What are we talking about? These camera angles are great. Also, I am probably the one person you've met that food is the least important thing to him. And I'm probably the person you've met that food is the, the most, most important, important thing, thing yeah, to them. Exactly. I don't know. I'm probably up there. I love, my, I love me some food, to tell you that much. I also love betting the Heisman, although I don't really have that many bets. I've only got two. Who do you have? Uh, I've, got, no uh, I've got no. I've got Tanner Mordecai. Oh. Uh, actually, no, you're right. I did. I forgot. I bet that when we were on the earth. Yeah. Uh, i got Jalen Monroe, and I have um, name is Carson Beck for Georgia. That's not a bad one. Yep. And uh, now... No, I'm not going to say. I was going to say, no, I've got Travis Hunter. No, I don't. Uh, he is down from about 150 to 1, 200 to 1, down to 40 to 1 to win the Heisman. Same with Shador Sanders. I will say this, as we have kind of hinted at, and I've, this is the reason why I brought this up a bunch today, Amal. If you're betting Travis Hunter to win, like if you're picking one of the two, Travis Hunter or Shador Sanders to win Heisman, and if you're asking me pick one, I'd rather have Shador 100% I, oh, of the time. I completely agree with you. Because I don't – there's no way Travis Hunter's going to keep up 
that workload. A hundred. The snap count changed every time I saw the updated snap count on social media. It went from 110 to 120 to 145. It was insane how many snaps he played. No way you're doing that for 12 games. Chances are not likely, and also injury occurring in that situation is much greater. But Shadur Sanders, to me, I liked him in the post-game interview. I didn't know much about him. I knew he played, obviously, at prime prep in Dallas. But, I mean, he's got some energy. He's got some just moxie to him. And, you know, Dustin, you mentioned the name, and I apologize that it eludes me, but that quarterback. Tim Jenkins. Tim Jenkins, who trains quarterbacks at the collegiate level, he said this kid could play. He was the only person that had a concrete statement on him because I had not seen him play at Jackson State JVT, so I wasn't sure what to expect. I'll tell you what, guys. I was watching that game, and I remember in the end game, I'm looking at it, and I was, unfortunately I couldn't make the bet here in Nevada, but I was like, man, at 13.5, 10.5 looks like some good numbers. And next thing you know, they win the game outright. Mm. I actually think I would go on the Travis Hunter side of things, not to just be a contrarian, because I don't think this team's going to have a winning record, right? So I think the I, only shot for choosing between the two is, I don't want to call it a gimmick because it's not a gimmick, but no. the fact that he's contributing the way he is, Hunter, on both sides of the ball, and he can, if he can keep making defensive plays, like getting the big pick that he did on Saturday, I think that actually leads credence to the fact that he he would be the option for me there just because I think the, the, the I'll call it a gimmick, the gimmick of playing both sides as his marketing ploy I think would play well for him. So for you, five and seven or four and eight for the Buffaloes? Yeah, I mean, they're going to – they might lose versus Nebraska, but I think they'll win, so they'll go two. Uh, they could lose it versus Colorado State, but let's give them the win. I'll be nice, three. That game's at home. So, yeah. so it's, I'm a, give, it's a brutal sandwich spot. I'm being really nice and saying they're going to start three and oh. Lost to Oregon, lost to USC. Yep. They might lose to Oregon State. It's on the road. They got, they got Arizona State after that. Yeah, Arizona State. USC, Arizona State, they might lose to Stanford. They'll, At home. They could okay. lose to UCLA. Oh, the UCLA they'll lose to. They'll lose to Oregon State. They'll probably beat Arizona. Lose to Wazoo. Lose to Utah. We're talking four or five wins, maybe six wins. Six wins. I, I've got Coach the, Prime, here's your receipt. Six wins. Six wins on a three. Listen, if Northwestern won six games this year, we'd be throwing a ticker tape parade and for I'm, them in Evanston. I'm going max. Six wins. That's it. Like, so if one of them is going to be in the Heisman conversation on a six-win team, it's going to be the one who plays both sides. But the key is he's got to have those moments defensively that stand out, that jump out, that he made a big stop, big tackle, interception. And I think the receiving stuff's just always going to be there. He's just so ta he's so physically gifted. He runs great routes, and he's tough to keep up with. So the, the, the offense will be there. So the two things that I would follow up with, first off, the anti-hunter thing is more of, I just don't think it's sustainable to do the workload. It's thing. not. Right. It's, I would so, agree with you. Like, that's, no, I, you would need like the few moments he is on offense to make big plays. Right, and because if you look by all accounts, he is a corner that you don't get in college football. Like yeah. You're not going to get a number one corner that's going to be able to do what he does. So he has more value. So as the season progresses, if the workload becomes too much, what is the work? where's the workload going to increase or at least divvy off to? That would be the defensive side. So I think that's what worries you when it comes to that overall, and I think that's why. Like He's such a good defensive player, and we lose sight of it because he was so freaking good on offense. But you saw that interception. So, the body control, it's insane what he can do as a corner. So where do you need him more when you line up against USC? Do you need him to shut down the passing yes. game? Yes. Or do you do, need him Dorian. to help your offense keep up with their passing game? That's a good point. You need him on Dorian Singer, Zachariah Branch. That's where you need him. And by the way, JVT speaks from experience. Angels fan, he knows about Shohei. I mean, we, we got a similar situation here. And by the way, dumbest move in baseball history, not trading Shohei, but let's move on. I mean, you can't and then trading depth to get all these pieces that you end up just releasing. You guys are going to do this. I can't. I just had to. I even tied it in. <laughs> Show me the angle again. <laughs> what are you doing to me? It's a good, like, it's a good, like, hey, man, we're all going back and forth, you know, all three of us. No, you know what that angle says? That angle says mix in a salad, buddy. Hey, you know uh, what? I was going to say mix in a salad or 12. <laughs> well, no, they didn't get too many calories. You know, then, then you're doing what you shouldn't be doing. Uh, no, what, we're, what they're doing is trying to motivate, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, You've been wanting it. to do this. You keep saying that you don't want to eat at the McDonald's that is located right below us. Oh, so what, what are we going to set the total at before I end up eating at McDonald's? I only got a, I got a coffee today. Eating, consuming a food that's not a salad. You they always, do have salad. Things. You always start strong. I'll say by next Friday, you'll have it end. Well, I was going to set the number at like 25 total shows, but you're taking the under then. Yeah, take the under. 25? That's five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the under. Wow. 
Wow. You're, you're going to stay up late. You're going to be hungover. You're going to come out. You're going to be starving. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Around. Gonna, I mean, well, I'll say to save yourself, you go to Bacon Nation. There's a, unfortunately, the downtown, there's a lot of good options. Yeah, because the bet, though, is McDonald's, so I could lose. You could still eat garbage. Like, you know, How in terms fast of food? calories, and good for you because the food's awesome. Downtown fast food. Downtown I, fast I'm going to take the under because I know myself. I'll be coming in, and I'm hungry. I'll text him, hey, do you want something? And at some point, I'll cave. Say, yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. See? I'm weak. All right. Weak man. But you're still going to bet Travis Hunter to win Heisman. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to, but if I was choosing between the two, I would choose him because I think, I think the gimmick does play. Yeah, makes sense. Man, I can't believe you don't really believe. Calling it a gimmick this whole time. Oh, man, Coach Prime, catch these receipts, man. He's got, you, he's got to have a team that's just looking for clips like that, right? Oh, yeah, they're just out there. Just Do you subscribe, VEASAN Pro subscribers? Maybe. Just put Colorado? the clip out. Can we do that, please? Imagine, Up like, Sean Lewis gets suspended for being a VEASAN Pro subscriber. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. All right, we've teased it a bunch. We have to get to, um, you know, on Sunday we had our College Lines Revealed show. It was the debut episode of it for this season. It's an awesome show. Uh, we get to look at all the openers on the market and where they moved. I know Circuit just posted as well uh, what the biggest moves of the weekend were. So we had to discuss this on the other side because Colorado and Nebraska was one of them. Circa opened up Colorado as a five-point favorite. That got bet down to three. That's where we're at right now. There are also some other line moves, including, by the way, we haven't even talked about this because we lose. Man, there's so much to get to. You know what the most fascinating part about Colorado and Nebraska is next week? It's not who's going to win. It's the total. The total moved like crazy when that opened, and it was something that I talked about with Paul Stone, and I'm not going to brag, but me and Paul were, you know, have a couple brewskis, like some dudes, you know, over the weekend. We could talk about that and more. It's Sharp Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're live from the D. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. NFL season's here. Make sure you're ready and check out the updated NFL betting guide. Updates for every single team. Of course, a lot happens in the preseason. You want to make sure what's going on and updated odds as well. So we take care of all of that for you in the updated guide. Plus, best bets from every single on-air host. Betting, splits, tutorial, and more. Subscribe for as low as 19 bucks. Check it out, vsin.com slash subscribe. It's JVT filling in for one Patrick Maher. Jonathan Von Tobel. I don't like introducing myself as JVT. It comes across as arrogant. You know who I am. You know my initials. Shouldn't do it, right? Uh, I See, this is a, a fight Patrick and I have gotten in. I told him when we met, I said, uh, my name's Dustin. You can call me Sweet. He said, I will not be calling you that ever. Yeah, but that's, uh, as we have discussed, you can't give yourself a nickname. No, it's been my nickname since forever. And, in fact, I would tell people not to call me it, and they would call me it. So... What's your nickname? You had to have a nickname at some point in your life. When you were born in a button-down shirt. <laughs> like, what did they call you when you were little? Um, did you go with Maul? Yeah, pretty much. I, couple Maul people, dog? A couple people that know me well, they're like Amal J or a couple friends are Malsy, but other than that, a nothing Malsy? really. Amalzy? Yeah. The, Sounds uh, like a cleaning product. Wait, you say Amal J? Is that your middle name? That's my middle initial, yeah. Oh, so you, oh, you're AJ, huh? Yeah. Oh, AJ would have been good. That's for you. clean. Yeah, that's good. AJ Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah. As Jonathan Von Tobel and Dustin Sweetelson can attest, less uh, we're, we're not consonants. What am I looking S for? Syllables. Syllables. The better. better. Jonathan George Von Tobel, please. Thank is you. Is that what it much. is? Oh yeah. A very yeah. nice name. Shout out, Grandpa. Very George. regal. Sounds very yeah. It's exactly. Right? It's very exactly. regal. I'm waiting for it to be like the third. By the way, he's the prince of yeah, or right. king of Sweden. <laughs> Shout out, like Grandpa that. George. Rest of power. Uh, Paul Nelson checks in. By the way. Um, said he really liked Labatt Blues in his 20s, similar to a Blue Moon or Corona. All right, so I like that flavor, flavor profile, kind of. Wait a second, I got, I got a question. I thought Labatt's was kind of like a little bit lower tier. I thought Blue Moon, everyone it seems to like. No, honestly, like all Canadian beers kind of supposedly lower tier, but it's all delicious and like higher alcohol content. Okay. Paul, tell me, is it is it like the Miller Light of, like... Of Canada? Of Canada? I, I would say maybe around that, maybe a little better. Okay. All right. All right. Just want to know where it's at. Uh, also, Jesse, thank you very much for telling us, yeah, fellas, it's poppies that heroin comes from, not sesame that well, cocaine. Two of us got that right. Yeah. Well, I don't think you told me it was heroin. He no, said he said cocaine. Because yeah. I, so I, I said cocaine. Poppy seeds are, yeah. yeah. I was it's like, opium. Uh, yeah, yeah, opioid. Paul also said that. Oh, what uh, a pick. Yeah, I don't want to watch this. 
I don't want to. Is watch this a this. numbers game? You're just going to read tweets? Yeah, that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, I, well, because I was just letting our audience know that they're they're in. We're we're paying attention. First of all, I can't believe I said yes on the cocaine with him. That's all that happens, man. A lot of people have said to me the next morning they can't believe yeah. they said yes to the cocaine that's with right. me. Good point. <laughs> All right, and let Dustin. I'm just kidding. My heart's not healthy enough for it. I'm just kidding. And let it be known. Don't tweet into the show. Dustin want, doesn't want interaction. Just let it be known. All right, none whatsoever. So that's all. Hey, at least I'm reading them. People are interacting. You got to give oh, them some time, huh? By the way, Terry Baker won the Heisman for it's Oregon 62. State. Sixty-two. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Yeah. Okay. Also confirmed. Um, the betters on Sunday thought that the total was too high for Colorado and Nebraska. How about that? What was, the, what was the opener? What's it currently at? Uh, opener was 65 and a half, and it is currently sitting at. Hold on. Let me, or, what did I type in? Duke. I don't know why I did that. Uh, currently at 58. So we. And here's the thing. So this is why it got crazy. This opened, yeah, 65 and a half of them all, got down to as low as 55 wow. before making its way back up. So that was, if you got in, and this is what I always say I like because we did the College Lines Revealed show last year too, and it's one of those, like if you're in a jurisdiction where you get like Circa and DraftKings and Caesars and you, you were ready to go, you're just sitting there and you can get, you can pick off. You don't have to know much about the teams. You just have to get in, and you can sit there, and I know some betters do this, some well-known betters, just arb all day and just bet under 65 and a half. Okay, now it's down to 55. Let's bet this thing over, and then boom, just like that, you're sitting on a 10-point middle. All right, play Colorado and Nebraska. I don't really care. Do whatever you want to do. Yeah, for people that aren't aware, he's talking about arbitraging, and what JVT references a great point. You get a 64, 64 and a half on the total going to the under. Come back the other way on the over 55. 55 and a half, depending on what the number was, you get a nine, nine and a half point spread there. So great opportunity. Uh, you know, we talked about it with the Utah game. Didn't materialize if you had taken Florida from where they were open. Nine and a half originally. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. you know, guys, look, for me, college football, I tend to probably go 80% favorites. NFL, probably 75% underdogs. Um, I, I think in college, you shouldn't be as fearful of some of the moves as you should in the NFL level. Also, I think a note to, to, to think about is this Sunday it's going to be probably easier to do that because there will be people distracted when these oh, lines yeah. are revealed because NFL games are be, be going on this Sunday. Mm -hmm. So potentially, if you really want to bet college football, get in on it during the NFL games when they come out. That's your best opportunity. And I, tune in to Jonathan Von Tobel on opening lines revealed. That's why, I, that's why I do this. Tell you a quick story. I won't mention the book, but I got a great bet on the last weekend in 2014. Uh, the Dodgers were laying a run and a half with Kershaw on the bump. They hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the first. I bet the run line after the game's in the bottom of the first because those two those, the sports book was too interested in the NFL. Didn't even realize the Dodgers were up 2 nothing. Ended up winning the game like 10-5 or something, but Hey, man, sometimes these guys are asleep at the wheel. So what did you say the, the, the total for Nebraska-Colorado got up to? It got down from 65.5 as low as 55. Yeah, I agree with that because I don't know about you guys, but uh, Jeff Sims is still the starting quarterback from Nebraska. So here, yeah, but hold on a second. Sorry, go, please. No, no, it's your show. Based on uh, the, the defense for uh, Colorado, I think Jeff Sims might look like he's All-American. So there's, there's, I think there's two fascinating dynamics yeah. here, right? It's what you mentioned. Yeah. If you look at it, let me see if I still have my notes on this from the show on, on – um, on Sunday, but if you take out um, if you take out the two top performers in the secondary for Colorado, they were absolutely abused. The rest of that <laughs> secondary, and by the way, I don't think the quarterback play was absolutely tremendous uh, for TCU. So Travis Hunter, Trevor Woods, both of them PFF coverage grades of 86.7, 89.5, respectively. However, of the other five defenders who were on the field for 40 plus pass plays, only one, Omarion Cooper, posted a grade higher than 62.6, and Cooper was only at 71.6. Every other defender that was targeted that wasn't Hunter and Woods, it combined 19 to 28, 271, and 9.76 yards per attempt. It's still coming from an offense and a system with Sonny Dykes that's established the way it is. Like, I think we have some selective memory when it comes to Nebraska last week. People were like, oh, they blew the game. They should have won. Well, the only touchdown they scored in the game that they quote-unquote should have won and blew to Minnesota was on a broken play where Sims picked the ball off on, on a bounce on a failed like flea flicker-type trick play Looked like the defense thought it was a dead ball, stopped defending, and a guy was wide open in the end zone. That doesn't happen. They don't get on the board with a touchdown. Sure. I, I just think the argument is, which I think Amal is alluding to, I think we can all agree, Sims might not be that good. His floor might get raised here because yeah. of the level of competition he's facing. And, yeah, you know, bring a valid point. I, I initially wanted to back Nebraska in this game. I can't do it. I'm intrigued by Colorado. 
But I just don't trust that that Nebraska offense can score. They looked awful well, against Minnesota. Can I ask you bring up one more thing yeah. here too? Because the other fascinating part about this is the tempo. Colorado ran 84 plays yeah. on Saturday. Ooh. But the great, the crazy part is, is Nebraska only against Minnesota ran 59. 59 would be dead last last year in terms of tempo. So where's that dynamic, right? Like how many plays you're going to get out of this? Because if Colorado's going, 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 I mean Nebraska might just match them a little bit more in tempo, just because they're given the opportunity to do so, and thus maybe pushing that thing over. He just kind of led into what my point was going to be. When you're a tight game, 10-7 like they were on Thursday night, you're going to take a much more conservative approach in certain situations. In the TCU game, you're going to be much more likely on offense to take certain risks that you wouldn't take in a, in a lower-scoring game. In this one, you're like, hey, we got to score to keep pace, so it's no problem going forward in certain situations. I think, real quick, we see uh, in this game 55, you said 58 right now, correct? 58 right yeah, 50, now in DraftKings. Yeah. Yep. So 27-28 total for Nebraska. Over, under? Over, under. Are you asking me would I go over? Yeah, yeah, I would go. I'd, I'd go over. I would go over, too. I think I'm going under. I'm always the one out. You know, Jeff Sims has had times where he's played well. I, didn't, I know he didn't play particularly well against Minnesota, but I'm telling you, this is going to be a fun game to watch. If you're not betting on it, it's going to be a very entertaining game. Yeah. So that, that there was also some other big moves that we watched like throughout. Yeah. Uh, some of the other things that were pretty fascinating to watch. And by the way, if you want like Circa, because they're first in market with every single one of these games, you can check out their Twitter account. You can see what the biggest line moves is. They just tweeted those things out. Uh, one of the ones that really stuck out, UCLA, San Diego State, because I'm, I'm anti San Diego State. I think they, they got lucky in the Ohio thing and that Curtis yeah. Rourke went down early on in that game. They, they kind of scuffle with Idaho State as a 34-and-a-half point favorite. You prefer to bet on a football team that has an offensive game plan of yeah, some sort? not a safety slinging the ball around 20 times <laughs> for, what, 89 yards, I think was it was against Idaho State. Why the, that many? Uh, yeah, I don't know, right? Uh, opened up nine, went all the way immediately up to UCLA minus 13. These, I think these two teams, Boise State and San Diego State, not, I think they are somewhat fraudulent in terms of the way that they're rated. I would agree with you. In San Diego State, we know for a long time from Rocky Long, now all of a sudden you got Barney Rubble running that team defensively. They're just not good when you look at Brady Hoke's team offensively. They just haven't been good for so long. Ryan Lindsley's the OC there. He was a former quarterback for the Aztecs. I just don't like that team offensively, guys. Hard to back them in you know what's funny, though? They'll compete, but the problem is it puts so much pressure on their defense. I also just don't like betting on teams that I don't enjoy watching. Like, there are defensive teams that I don't mind. Like, I will bet on and watch because they're a great defense. I am not watching San Diego State and what they're calling an offense this year. Well, I'm not betting on The amazing part is, I don't know how this is, San Diego State basketball and San Diego State football are like the exact same thing. <laughs> It's just like the worst appealing sport to watch. It's, it's incredible. All right, wrap it up, clean things up, and uh, close out Sharp Money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network when we come back. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. New customers get in on this special offer. You can bet $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets over at DraftKings. Make sure you check that out right now. Use promo code SHARP. That's promo code SHARP. Bet five bucks, get $200 instantly in bonus bets. The crown is yours only on DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, so I made a couple of bets for next week. You going to grade them? You want to yep, see what they're absolutely. at? Absolutely. Laid it with Wisconsin. Uh, now, I did. I, lay, I played this yesterday, laid four. It's up to six and a half. I still think under a touchdown is okay. I think we're going get, gonna to get to that. Some of it I understand if you want to be scared off of Wisconsin. Didn't really look great against Buffalo. A lot of it is a little bit more anti-Washington State than it is pro-Wisconsin. I watched a lot of that Colorado State game. Colorado State secondary was abysmal. Kim Ward got away with a lot of questionable plays, including putting the ball on the turf and generally just putting the ball in danger a little bit more often than a final scoreline would indicate. I think that defense is pretty suspect. I think Wisconsin is going to be able to go in there, control time of possession, run the ball pretty well. Tanner Mordecai is going to have a little bit of a softer landing spot as well again. I think Wisconsin's very live there, so I laid that on Sunday. I like that play a lot. I think the Badgers are a much better team than Washington State. Uh, only concern I have is a little bit of a road game here, so a little bit. Sure. I mean, so a little bit. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's a road game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, uh, I watched most of that Wisconsin-Buffalo game, thanks to YouTube TV for the, uh, the quad boxes that they offer. Um, so you could also good. find us on YouTube TV as well. That's so good. Um, the issue, I guess, with Wisconsin is – I think it's all there, but you can tell that the, the players on that roster, and I know they brought in a lot of transfers, but a lot of the players on that roster are running a brand-new system, and they're really built for more of a pro-style offense. So I, I think they're going to get there, and it could get there this week, right? Maybe they took Buffalo lightly and knew what they needed to do to get by Buffalo, but they weren't overly impressive to me on offense. They were good. They were good, but I thought they were going to be a little more crisp, a little more efficient. And I think that's something we have to factor in with the transfer portal the way it is, with new guys moving teams all the time. And then when you add in a new offensive coordinator, new head coach, whole new system, I think we have to be a little more lenient in, in our expectations early on. I think they'll beat Wazoo up there in Pullman, but I like your number better than the six. Sure. Yeah, I agree with you. I like your number as well. But I, I think Wisconsin, again, good spot, good play. The other, I don't – you kind of made a comment earlier in the show where you and I both agreed on. I'm not behind the Boise State love this season. I think Taylor Green last year, if you looked at a lot of the numbers, dude. So turnover-worthy play rate is a number that I like because it gives you an indication like if a guy's putting the ball in danger. And if that dude is also not committing a ton of turnovers, that's a difference that is eventually going to find its level. And especially now that Dirk Cutter is not there to save their bacon and call plays like he was last season. You saw Taylor Green against Washington. The flaws were all there. Put the ball in danger. Was not accurate from the pocket. I think that is closer to the real version of Taylor Green. I laid two and a half with UCF. John Reese Plumley, he also committed quite a few turnover the plays against Kent State, but the athleticism's there. The running game is fantastic. I, I just my whole premise coming into this year was play against Boise State. Bet Fresno State to win the conference. Coming in here, UCF laid two and a half against them. I, I love the play here. I think Boise I, I know Barrett Salid thinks they've got a chance to be a New Year's six team. I think they'll be watching the New Year's Six games. That's about as close as they're going to get. I'm not a believer in Taylor Green. I agree with you. doesn't throw the ball with consistency and accuracy. Got great speed, great mobility. But at the end of the day, you got to make plays down the field, and I just don't think he can do it. I, I was on UCF first quarter week one. I might go UCF first half, have to lay less than a field goal to go up into the locker rooms on the road at Boise, be up by a field goal or less, and we cover. I like that. I think this offense is super dynamic. I, I think some of the – like there was a fumble – last week for, for John Reese Plumley, where I just think he was being careless with the ball because he knew he had such an athletic advantage over Kent State. So he got a little bit, for, uh, I don't know what the word is, lackadaisical would be the word, mm -hmm. uh, with the ball. And a little nonchalant with yeah, the ball. Yeah, he wasn't securing it properly. I think this is a different ball game with Boise State. It's a big game. 
And I think his legs are going to be on display, especially. Insecurity. Not the type that I exhibit, but insecurity with the football. Can't I do have do one that. bet I already placed. and I, It was one of those just like gut instincts. Just th this feels right to me, and it's situational. You know, Notre Dame so far is pretty unproven. Uh, they look really good against two lesser opponents. Let's be real about what we've seen from them. They are laying seven on the road at NC State. Well, yeah. I didn't even do the research on this game yet, but I just bet it right away. NC State plus seven at home. Dave Doran knows Sam Hartman well from the ACC. He knows a lot of his tendencies. And one thing with Notre Dame that I've always seen over the years in games like this where supposedly they're the better team than another Power Five program, they always play down to their competition. doesn't matter who the head coach is. They always play down. I think that we maybe are factoring too much of what we saw from, from NC State against UConn where you know they had to fight and claw their way to a victory. I think in this instance, I like taking the touchdown at home with the Wolfpack. So I think Notre Dame plays down to them. And I think that NC State can do enough to hang with them and po possibly win it. Yeah, I wouldn't touch this game, but if I were to, I'd definitely take the home team here, NC State, getting seven. I'm a little bit surprised by this number. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Armstrong ran the ball effectively against yeah. Connecticut. Mm -hmm. uh, defense was solid outside of that 75-yard touchdown run. They did the opening drive. They did give up an opening drive score, but I don't know. I, I just think that's a big number to lay right now. If it's an ugly game, I would rather back Dave Doran, who all he's done his whole career is he, he's kept that job forever. Because NC State wins a lot of ugly games. Yeah. Sure. There's no style points there. That was one of the games that stuck out on Sunday because they, so that was one of the others that we got the offseason number before the season began. And Notre Dame, I think it was DraftKings that put it up in the offseason, was a seven-point favorite. So then on Sunday when the numbers came up, it opened up eight, eight and a half in some spots. And my question was, what made you, through the first two games that we saw for Notre Dame against lowly opponents, Navy and, of course, uh, Tennessee State, and then the non-cover for NC State, what would make you adjust that line one and a half points? If you thought it was seven, yeah. I'd just leave it at seven. So I would agree with you, like, especially if you're getting like seven in the hook, and I, I think that's the way to go for that one. Absolutely. By the way, I also did it. I, I took three with Nebraska. Let's go. Yeah, I, I want to bet that game, and I keep talking myself into both sides. It's just a hard one because, like, principle-wise, like, I think you, you just bet Nebraska. The hype is all in Colorado. They've never been in the spot before. It's still a lot of new pieces, and – and Nebraska with a little bit extra time to prepare as well. It's, it's, it's purely, I know, Amal, you said it, like when you're making numbers at the beginning, we probably don't know anything. I have a very, 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 very large sample size that say odds makers know what they're doing. And the fact that this was an eight-and-a-half-point spread in the offseason, and this is now three the other way, it's just a number play. I'll take the, I'll take the full field goal. I, at least I like what you said. It's just a number play. Yep. I'll never be wrong because I think I'm right. All right, we got a top ten list. What are we doing here? This is kind of creepy. Top 10 cartoon crushes. All right. Car cartoons that I felt the thing for. Wow. So, Big upset. Nine should be way higher. Uh, so here, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. So number 10 is Kim Possible. Cartoon that was on Disney when I was kind of in my youth. And a little bit of a scandalous outfit showing that mid-drift off for Kim Possible. Also helps that the voice of Kim Possible is, oh, I remember her, her last name's Romano. Carly Romano, something Romano. She was uh, on Even Stevens on the TV show on Disney Show. Amal has completely checked out of this conversation. Uh, Kim Possible, number 10 on my list of Christy uh, Carlson Romano. Yeah, Christy Carlson Romano. Good voice, good character. She did it for me at a time in my life where we were around the same Can age. Can I ask you a question? Cartoon. Is there another character from Kim Possible on this list? No. Oh, big upset again. I don't again. even remember the show. Big upset again. I just remember Kim Possible. Come on. That outfit. All right, number nine. Uh, Helen Parr, a.k.a. Elastic Girl from uh, The Incredibles. The only reason it's at nine, Amal, you should Google this character. Uh, whoever drew this character <laughs> is kind of a creep. Um, Little Randy. But uh, the only reason it's only at nine is because I've never actually watched The Incredibles. So it's hard for me to rank it higher or her higher. I shouldn't say it. Um, so that's why Helen Parr slash Elastic Girls number nine. I've never watched the show, but it's a not of approval from them all. When I, said, when I, I, just, I, just, I just said yes, just as if you were moving. a cartoon, she wouldn't speak to you. That's fine. I like whatever. I'm, let's there just you get go. through that's this. A, fine. There you go. That's the better part. There you okay. go. Okay, fantastic. Let's keep it. Wow, moving. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm just built like, like the number eight. I'm like, let's just get through the final two minutes. Here, She's please. an eight too. <laughs> here you go. All That's right. where we go. Ten and nine, Kim Possible, Helen Parr, Elastic Girl, and that's our top ten uh, cartoon crushes. Start this list off. I, I was going to say, uh, for those who don't remember, um, Shigo from Kim Possible was the one that was supposed to be on the list. Yeah, I don't even remember watching the show. To Come be on, bro. What are we doing? Are we Great doing? theme song, though. Great theme song.
I just remember Kim Possible. That's all. There's a cell phone. There's a cell phone involved. Sitch is short for situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you understand that. I did not. No, I really childhood spy. Also, uh, Mike, the situation's nickname was the Sitch in Jersey Shore. I'm sure you watched that as well. Yeah. What was your favorite cartoon growing up? I didn't watch cartoons. How did I know that was the answer? (laughs) How did I? I, Isaiah said it right away. He goes, "Guaranteed, Amal doesn't know any of these." By the time we get to number one, I feel like you'll know one. I know I I can minus ten thousand. There is a name on this list that I know is on there. Oh yeah, she will be on it, but yeah. she, we'll see if she's number one. Okay, I don't think she's gonna be. I don't know if she's gonna be number one. I just know she's got to be one through eight. Yeah. Okay. All right. And you'll know who it is. I promise you that. Okay. All right. All right. So Amal, if you take away anything from this, it's that Amal thinks Elastigirl's hot. No, I just, I, I really don't. Right, he wants that. it to end. With that, I just want with it to that, end. We're Thank all you. done. Yep, we're Thank all you. done. Yep, we're, you can check like out the show. like going to the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> uh, we'll see you later. Get my coffee order right tomorrow, please. I, I will. Uh, I apologize. JVT filling in for Patrick Maher, Dustin. Uh, we appreciate the time. As always, check out if you missed the show up on the website of Eason.com. And check out that updated NFL betting guide that's up there as well. We'll see you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.